demonic fear is coming back. Are you as a Christian ready for what is going to be spiritually in the atmosphere from media, from corporate, from government, and from our churches? Also, we'll be discussing the lockdown pushback, that it's growing. Also, the drag perversion, cashless society. A lot to cover today, right now on Truth Today. Well, good morning on the West Coast and uh, good afternoon on the East Coast. This is Pastor Sharab Haiti with Truth and Love Ministries. So glad you can be with us today for our Truth Today program, where we are committed to speaking the truth in love about every issue, especially issues that the Bible addresses. And so uh, we are going to dive right in today because we have a lot to cover. And I want to um, highlight for you uh, our two previous shows. Uh, I, I want to keep covering and really keep hitting on this issue of what's going on right now with the world and this timing of the fall and these lockdowns and all these things that are, that are um, possibly going to happen. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that as well. Because as believers, we have to be ready to not succumb to the spirit that is of the age, the spirit of perversion, the spirit of uh, antichrist, the spirit of lust, the spirit of fear, and the spirit of deception. These are all the things the Bible has warned us about in the last days. Believing that we are in the last minutes of the last days, as believers, as Christians, we must gird ourselves up to prepare to combat the spirit of the age. And everything that I just mentioned, again, lust and perversion and deception, compromise and fear, all of these things are part of that anti-Christ spirit. That the Holy Spirit that is within us combats. The Holy Spirit that's within us pushes back against that agenda. And we must prepare ourselves. Otherwise, we will succumb as many did three years ago when we succumbed to fear. Before I get into uh, our Bible verse, I want to encourage you, please visit our website, tilministry.com. Dot com, tilministry.com. Uh, please check out our events calendar. We'll be adding some new events coming up here just in the next day or two for late September. Uh, and, and also subscribe to our email newsletter. Please also go to our Rumble page, rumble.com slash Ramhadian, rumble.com slash Ramhadian. And please make sure to like or follow. The follow button is what allows you to subscribe to our page. And please like and share the link with fellow like-minded uh, believers and patriots and Christians who uh, would want to follow this program. I want to start our Bible verse today, as we always start in the Word of God, in Isaiah chapter 41, Isaiah chapter 41, particularly in verse um, 9, let's go 9 and 10. And this is... Um, of course, the prophet is speaking here to the, um, to the provision and help of God to Israel, right? Remember, Isaiah is called as a prophet predominantly to the northern kingdom of Israel. 
He is. He does also prophesy to Judah, the southern kingdom. But his main ministry, his main mission, is to uh, speak to Israel, the northern kingdom, and Israel as it is struggling with apostasy and uh, compromise and turning from God. And so, the prophet says to God's help. Uh, I'll actually start in verse eight. But you, Israel are my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, right? This is prophecy by the Spirit of God to Israel, the descendants of Abraham, my friend, you whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called from its farthest regions, uh, like Abram, right? Abram called from Ur of the Chaldeans all the way in where modern-day Iraq is to come to um to, to uh, the land of Canaan, which then ultimately would become uh, the land of Israel. And it says, um, And called from its farthest reasons and said to you, You're my servant. I have chosen you. I have not cast you away. Now, here's verse 10. And what I'm talking about this morning, and, 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 and our, our, our show is, um, is about, I believe, the pushdown, uh, not pushdown, the pushback that we are getting from um, for these lockdowns. I think that there is, there is enough of a uh, early warning detection, kind of like, you know, when you have um, a siren that goes off when there is a storm coming or there's a tornado coming or a hurricane coming, right? There's enough of a, of, of a, uh, of a early warning sign so that we can push back against these lockdowns, push back against this agenda. And I'm praying that's what's happening right now. I'm praying that enough of God's people, enough of patriots and Christians and conservatives are realizing what is coming, what we've been warning you about all last week, right? I did two shows last week on lockdowns 2.0, uh, the uh, COVID uh, uh, deception 2.0. We had our, our guest Leah Holman on on Thursday talking about the preparation, what God's people must prepare for and so here is a big part of this because one of the things that I talked about during COVID that I was so dismayed by, so grieved by, was, was identifying that the fear, um, you've heard the expression, and I don't, I hate to use this term, but I'm just giving it to you as the expression that I hear. Well, it's, it's uh, fear porn. Because the idea of pornography being something that is for the senses, right? That pornography is something that comes to corrupt your senses, to overwhelm you um, with, with, with perversion and lust and, and, and temptation. Well, in the same sense, there's other things that are, are like pornography. And the expression that the fear that we saw was like a fear in pornography, a, a, an onslaught of emotions that was just there to be able to, to, to completely deceive our senses and completely deceive our, our ability to think clearly, to ration and, and have reason, right? I mean, is it fair to say that, that during COVID we saw such irrational behavior, we continue to see such irrational behavior, such behavior that is absolutely based upon fear and not faith. You've heard the expression, we're supposed to have faith over fear, right? We're not to be a fear um, uh, to, to death. We are not to, to fear uh, sin. Uh, we are not to fear the world. 
We are to walk in the fear of the Lord. And so Isaiah says here, fear not, right? The most, the, this fear not, this, this phrase is spoken over 365 times in the Bible. The most spoken phrase in all of Scripture, fear not. And what I'm warning you is that I believe that this demonic fear that we saw in 2020 and 2021 and 2022, and even this year, I mean, again, we continue, all you got to do is go out and travel and, you know, go to the airport and go anywhere, and you still see it. And now, as the fear is being stoked, and the media is ramping up, and the governments are ramping up, and the institutions, education institutions are ramping up, and Hollywood's ramping up, they're all ramping up to be able to program us again, to respond the way that the... Uh, this antichrist system wants us to respond. This antichrist spirit. What the spirit wants us to do is to respond with futility in our minds and darkening of our hearts and not being rational and reasoning, but to give in to emotions. And this is, I've said this so many times, this is so much a part of why uh, a social gospel, a social justice church is so dangerous, the wokeism, because you're, we're, we're programming, we're discipling Christians to give in to emotions, to give in to fear, rather than to give in to faith and courage. And so, fear not, for I am with you, says the Lord. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. For I will strengthen you, yes, I will help you, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Imagine if Christians walked out that verse during COVID. Imagine if we had had that mentality in the majority of the American church where we were walking, living this verse that I just read to you from Isaiah chapter 41, that the prophet is speaking to Israel. Israel, fear not, stand your ground. Be faithful to God. Don't fear your enemies. But what do they do? They gave in to compromise. They gave in to the fear of their enemies. And the fear of their enemies led them to compromise with their enemies, which is a betrayal of God. And that's what the church did in America. The church in America, the church in the West, what we did was we ended up compromising and giving in to uh, the enemy. We, 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 partnered, whether we knew it or not, we partnered with the enemy. That, that, that's a mouthful, isn't it? We partnered with the enemy because when you are complicit in giving into this fear that we saw, it was then off to the races of deception and deception and deception and Christians that couldn't think clearly and they couldn't look at actual evidence and, and dismissed, listen just to the media propaganda, listen to the government propaganda and we're seeing it again over and over and over again. I want to also highlight the, Hebrew, uh, the book of Hebrews chapter 13 for it says, for he has said, I will never leave you, this is the Lord, nor forsake you, the Lord is my helper, I will fear not. What can man do to me? Think about that. The Lord is my helper, I will fear not. So therefore, what can man do to me? What can a virus do to me? Well, okay, it could kill me. All right, a bioengineered weapon could kill me. But even then, I don't want to fear. I don't want to operate by fear. 
I want to operate by faith. I want to operate by wisdom. I want to operate by rationale. If I'm operating by fear, and fear to some extent is human, I'm not saying that we don't ever get afraid, but the question is what do you do with your fear? When you get sick, I, I remember when my wife was in the hospital in 2021 with my baby, my, my, she was pregnant, and, and again, they were, you know our story, they were trying to bring on every death protocol they could, and I had to fight it. There was a genuine fear in me. There was a fear of losing her. There was a fear that I was going to not be able to win that battle. But I kept having to go back and go back each day, each day I was in the hospital, each moment, and walk, Lord, I want to walk by faith. I want to walk by power, your power, your Holy Spirit. Help me not to give in to this fear. And there's moments that I was just absolutely, ah, sometimes paralyzed in the moment. And I had to stop and pray and worship and come out of that place so that I can articulate and not give in to the fear. Not give in to the fear that was being peddled against me by these doctors and nurses and by the system. And that's what's happening again. What's happening again is that people are once again being primed right now, whether you know it or not, this fear is spread. It's been really, for, forget, forget the variant, forget whatever the variant is, B6A, whatever, forget the ARIS variant and what it's going to be called, forget that. What has actually been released, what has actually been, been pushed out there by the enemy is the spirit of fear. That's what's right now in the atmosphere. I can sense it. I can sense it, that it's coming again, that it's growing. And I want to prepare you. Go to your prayer closet. Go to your knees. Go to worship. Go into the Word. Get around other like-minded believers and encourage one another. The sermon that I did, if you did not get a chance to watch it Sunday at Patriot Church, the sermon that I did was, we will not comply based upon the call of God to obey Him over government and over man. That's why I have that new presentation, right? The battle between obeying God versus government. And so um, this, is, this, this is part of why I'm bringing this. And I'm actually going to be doing this presentation, folks, in Rapid City, South Dakota, September 26th, Tuesday, September 26th. I'm going to be doing it there at a church. And, and we got to prepare the churches. Do not succumb. Do not comply. Prepare yourself. But if you are governed by fear, brothers and sisters, if we're governed by fear and not by faith and courage, then we will comply with tyranny, with evil, with what doesn't make sense, with lack of science, with an absolute lack of science. And I can go through many other verses. As I said, 365 verses that speak to the fear 
Where's your, where is it? What, what fear are you operating by? Fear of the Lord or fear of man? Fear of the Lord or fear of, the, of, of government? Fear of the Lord or fear of a virus? Fear of the Lord or fear of death? We shouldn't fear death. Because death is gain. I get scared. I'm not saying you're not going to get scared. But death is gain. If you're in Christ. If you're not. If you're not in Christ, you should fear death. If you are not a believer and you're listening to this, you should fear death because you have no hope of salvation. And until you get right with God by putting your faith and your trust in Christ Jesus, the Son of God who came and laid down his life, lived the perfect sinless life, died upon that cross as the atonement for humanity, for our sins, was buried and raised from the dead. He is God incarnate. He proved who he was and he's coming back again as the King of kings and Lord of lords, unless you have put your faith and trust in that one true God. You should fear death because death means an eternity in hell. But in Christ Jesus, why do we fear death? As believers, why would I fear death? So um, let's get into some of our headlines. Um, I want to start by, uh, let's see, uh, Dryad, let's go to a couple of the ones because um, we, I want to show you evidence. Let's start with that Biden one um, uh, that you just went through. I want to show you evidence in just a minute. Give me one second to set it up. That, um, all right, so the backstory, remember, is uh, the Friday before last, uh, Infowars, Alex Jones came out, right? If, if you just weren't tracking, whistleblower, two whistleblowers uh, come forward, one from, from uh, TSA, Trans Trans Transportation and Safety Administration, and one from Border Patrol. Um, they contact Jones. They want him to break the story that they have been ordered that starting September 15th, TSA, Border Patrol, government uh, federal employees are gonna be required to start masking up again in preparation for this new variant that is supposed to be spreading. Um, then, then, uh, the whistleblower said by October 15th, a month later, it will then be mandated for all federal transportation, including on airplanes, and then they will start be going into the mode of lockdown, of, of, of now looking at, okay, cases are getting worse, cases are getting worse. So they're actually planning this. This is planned. And as I mentioned, and Leo Homan mentioned, Natalie Winters, who's a journalist who works with Steve Bannon at the War Room, she actually did a FOIA request. I actually covered this um, in my sermon on um, Sunday. Again, if you did not watch it, I encourage you to go back and watch it. But I covered this because um, uh, here is what was broken. The federal government has already begun buying COVID-19 equipment and hiring consultants to enforce pandemic era, quote, they're not going to call it lockdowns. They're going to call it safety protocols. Okay, so listen to that word there. They're not going to call it a lockdown uh, out of the gate. It's going to be safety protocols. And then these contracts are scheduled to begin in September of, uh, on October of this year, and some go into 2024, 2025, and some are until 2028. That's right, 2028. Remember, that was breaking news that Leo broke uh, from this uh, journalist, Natalie Winters, 
uh, on Thursday, right here on our show. And then we covered for you how um, uh, Morris Brown College in Atlanta uh, immediately, it, it was incredible because Alex Jones broke the story and it was like on cue that um, two things happen, right? On cue, all of a sudden we start seeing institutions, schools, hospitals, uh, Hollywood, right? Uh, coming out and saying, we gotta start masking up again. Then at the same time, you start seeing the denials, which I'll talk about here in just a minute. Uh, so then, yeah, we saw right on cue again, uh, Kaiser Permanente, New York Hospital reinstates mask mandate as media plays up, right? There's the fear, quote, porn. Media, uh, again, I hate that term, so forgive me, I'm not trying to, I'm just trying to say, it is that spirit, it's the same spirit, the fear propaganda, just the fear machine, that demonic fear, uh, plays up new COVID variant. Um, Lionsgate studio in Hollywood, mask mandates, uh, even though very barely any cases, okay? So this was happening, and then immediately on cue, the media came out, the AP, Associated Press reports, conspiracy theorists spread false information about the return of COVID-19 mandates. They said, no, TSA comes out and denies it, CDC comes out and denies it. No, this is conspiracy, don't pay attention. Meanwhile, the evidence is showing that all these entities are starting to mask up again. Uh, and, and there's people out there, I just saw this, this, this sickening, sickening news report up in Vancouver, Canada. You know how bad Canada was during COVID, uh, like Australia and New Zealand, dictatorships, absolute tyrannical dictatorships. Remember we had uh, Pastor Arthur Pulaski on with us just a couple of weeks ago, talking about what he is still, still enduring in Canada, persecuted by the Canadian government, still under house arrest from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. For a year and a half, he's been under house arrest, um, or, or, or at least a year, uh, uh, 52 days in prison, 45 days in solitary, and he's been charged with, with terrorism uh, for giving a sermon to the Canadian truckers that were in Ottawa. So. The denial, the denial was immediate, right? Government denying, no, 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 because they're caught. Because why? Whistleblowers came forward. That's the beauty of the early warning detection, right? That's why the beauty is that, you know, you have just like, uh, uh, unlike what didn't happen in Maui, where there was no early warning, they didn't give sirens, they didn't give water where it was needed, they didn't shut off the power lines, Whatever they were supposed to do, they didn't do, which, which led to uh, at least 115 deaths and, and, and still 300 and something people missing. And nobody wants to know, or, or, or the media has a blackout on what's actually going on in western part of Maui. Unlike that, when we have early warning signs and they work, we go, thank God. Hey, so whistleblowers are tremendously important courageously coming forward and saying, listen, here's what's about to happen. So as that happened, at the same time, let's go to this headline. Biden comes out and now wants $1.4 billion, billion dollars for new shots. That's right, more money, because the shots are so effective, um, and Representative Mary Miller says, I will oppose any effort by Biden to reimpose any COVID mandates in American people. 
Biden's COVID response was an abuse of power fueled by lies never again. Well, I'm into that. But the, the, the funding increase up to $1.4 billion, but specifically, um, let me see here, uh, what's recently going on doesn't, isn't even supported by hospitalizations. I, again, I covered this on my, in my sermon on Sunday, that the, as, as of August, I think it was 13th or 14th, hospitalizations right now, as we speak, are one-third, one-third of what they were last year. Last year, there was from, a, from about a, a 1.7 to what it is now per capita, per 100,000, to last year it was 9.2. So last year, 9.2 out of 100,000 were hospitalized. Now it's about 1.7. And they're claiming it's going up. So they're already, they're already pumping in the, the, the fear. They're already pumping. So last year when the rates were three to four times higher, nobody talked about lockdowns because we weren't going into an election year. Right? You cannot miss, please, you cannot miss the obvious connection between this and the globalist agenda. Number one, the United Nations meeting that's happening in September at the United Nations where they want to accelerate, right? Remember, we've talked about this. We had a show on this. I don't know if we have the image for that where we accelerate, they're talking about accelerating um, their seven-year plan, right? That the UN is proposing the seven-year plan uh, for um, the acceleration of Agenda 2030, the acceleration of, of sustainable development, uh, their 17 goals, and they have other 160-something, I think it was, other sub-goals that they have. So they are, so I think that's connected. And then obviously 2024, here in America, the election is connected, right? Mail-in ballots again. Uh, you know, here we go. Like, like, like I said this Sunday, why would we surprise that they would go to this tactic again, but this time uh, it's going to be... Um, I think it's going to be much more subversive uh, and harder. I believe that that if this if they're able to lock us down, it will be harder and um, and just much more um, weaponized because people have a short memory. Let's be honest, we have a short memory. I'm going to play for you a video clip in just a couple minutes to remind you what it was like, lest we forget what people endured around this world at the hands of tyrannical government that became like thugs and dictators and Gestapo, as Arthur Pulowski says. So right now, as we speak, there is no reason for alarm. There is no reason to be pushing lockdowns and masking, none whatsoever. And they'll say, well, they're just preparing for the fall. They're just preparing. No, what they're doing is they're propagandizing us. The fear machine has started. So please be, um, please receive this warning. Please receive this warning that this spirit, I sense it. I believe the spirit of God is discerning it, that it's in the air. And how do we combat that spirit? By faith, by the power of the Holy Spirit, by truth. That's how we combat this spirit. That's how we combat um, this demonic antichrist fear. We walk in an opposite spirit by faith, by courage, sound mind, 
power, love, wisdom, discernment, all the things of the Holy Spirit. And so um, this is what's going on. And so now let me address, oh, by the way, uh, there's another article that I want to quickly cover. Um, it's called, do we have this one, Zero Hedge Drive, called This is the Real Reason for Eris? You should have gotten that one right there. Can you bring that up real quick? Let me just cover this. This is in Zero Hedge. So if you want to go read this article in Zero Hedge, is this the real reason Eris, that's the new strain, cases are spiking. And what they're talking about is, go ahead and please come back to me, that the story goes that England, Ireland, and the U.S. are all being hit hard, supposedly Australia too, with this new um, strain. Scientists are clamoring. People are clam the, the video that I saw in Canada was, was these, these, these people that are just, you can just see how ups absolutely deceived they are. Um, and one of them was a doctor claiming that, you know, she's seeing it in her patients. Everyone's afraid and masked up with an N95, just totally masked up. And, and, and the fear that was there. And nothing, no one is speaking to what the shots have done to people. And so, um, and so they, they were, what they were doing was they were protesting in Vancouver, Canada, for the return of the mask. People out there actually saying, we want the masks back. What? No, we, we want them because they, they want to perpetually live in that state. If it was up to them, every day, every moment of every day, they would be masked up, probably in their bed, at home, in their cars. We've already saw that, right? What can you do for them? They're so deceived. But that's who the media is playing up. That's who the media is going to. Those are the stories that you're going to hear. The experts. And so they're clamoring. And this article is talking about, watch this. For those who have lost count, the article says, we are up to six or seven boosters. This, quote, updated vaccine has nothing to do with Eris, of course, as much as the language in the headlines implies it has been adapted for the latest variant. Listen to this. It was in the works, this latest vaccine that, they're, that Biden wants money for. Listen. It was in the works before Eris was even said to e exist. Moderna had the brass neck to claim that they did a, quote, trial showing their updated vaccine protects against Eris. Now, when did this come out? Considering Eris first hit the headlines just a few weeks ago, it looks like Moderna may have broken their own record in terms of speedy trials. Now, that's a little bit of facetious language from the article. What the article is saying is, we hear about this new, new uh, strain just two, three weeks ago, right? It's just recent, middle of August uptick of cases supposedly, right? Even though it's not an uptick compared to last year, right? Not an uptick, but we hear about this, right? And there is a, a vaccine that the federal government already wants money for to purchase using Moderna, Pfizer, and, and Gothlib, and these people that are coming out that are, that are, that are um, pushing these narratives. They're, they are stockholders in Moderna or Pfizer. And here's what they said. This article is saying, 
How is it possible that Moderna could have already done trials within the last two or three weeks claiming that their new vaccine, their new booster also works for this new variant unless common sense would say they planned it. Are you hearing me? Unless they planned it, knowing the timing this fall, the significance with the United Nations, the significance with the globalists, the significance with the Agenda 2030, the significance with the 2024 elections, knowing this fall that they have to accelerate their agenda and they needed another round of demonic fear propaganda in order to get uh, their point across. And um, now they're trying to feed us the same slop, the same garbage, the same lies, and expecting us to not have common sense to go, wait a second, hmm, kind of like remember in 2022 when monkeypox was predicted in 2021 from a pandemic exercise, and, 20, and the exercise actually said, you're going to hear these cases of monkeypox in May of 2022, and like on cue to a pandemic exercise in May 20 of 22, we hear of monkeypox cases and Bill Gates comes out and says, we already have a vaccine ready. Coincidence? Hmm. I think not. So now, same thing. Oh, new variant, Eris, this, this, this Greek goddess, Eris. I'm sure there's nothing behind that, right? This goddess of confusion. You know what Eris is? It's a goddess of confusion and strife. So this Greek goddess name is given to this new variant and Moderna comes out and says, oh, we've already done trials. And our new booster works on that one. How? In two or three weeks. How? Unless they planned it. And they're planning to have this work again. And it will, to some extent, work because the masses. But there is some good news. There is some good news. And remember, these shots are not about what's just in it. Because we know what's in it is deadly and lethal and has caused potentially 2 million people in the United States have died from the vaccines. Um, we don't even know the numbers, but I think that's a safe estimate. And then how many millions have been injured in, in America? How many tens of millions have been injured around the world? How many people have been neutered? Uh, how many women have been sterilized? But what ultimately this is about is control, about getting humanity to do exactly what they want them to do. And so I encourage you to read that article, but um, let, let's, let's uh, actually drive, before we get to the good news, before we get to some of the pushback, um, is this video cute? Can we get this video cute that you have about uh, where I said it was going to be? So this is part of a video that InfoWars just played, and Jones was talking about you know, the story he broke, then the denials that I already mentioned from the government and the media and the fact checkers that, by the way, fact check, factcheck.org, whatever. Remember, don't forget, it's owned by Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So throw it in the garbage. It means nothing. The fact checkers come out and say there's no evidence that, that the government is, is getting ready to lock us down. The denial, the denial, the strong denial is evidence that it is going to happen because, again, Natalie Winters did a FOIA request. She's got the receipts. The evidence is there. We're seeing the, 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 the lock, you know, the, the mandating of masks again. 
So I, but in this video that he has, there's about a two minute, 44 second segment that plays some clips of what it was like under COVID. Lest we forget, lest we forget how absolutely tyrannical the government was and still is, we will fall for it again. We will not comply. Let's play this video real quick. Make sure the audio is there. Go for it. We have made the deliberate decision to temporarily enhance police officers' authority for the duration of the stay-at-home order. Moving forward, police will have the authority to require any individual who is not in a place of residence to first provide their purpose for not being at home and provide their home address. Police will also have the authority to stop a vehicle to inquire about an individual's reason for leaving their residence. Stay home, keep your distance, or now pay the price. Police with axes and assault rifles raided this venue in Sao Paulo and found about 600 partygoers, most without masks. It was a case of asking people to go home, and if they didn't, arresting them. Nine police checkpoints have now been set up around the perimeter of Auckland as its 1.6 million residents return to Level 3 lockdown. This is the video that raised questions about how New York City is enforcing social distancing. A man was handcuffed in the stands for not wearing a mask. Disturbing video showing a violent clash between apparent social distancing violators and police in Brooklyn. And this cell phone video capturing the moment an officer waves a taser and repeatedly strikes a bystander during a social distancing bust. Get your hands off of me. You are kidnapping me. I have done nothing illegal. Canadians are being hit with penalties now as governments move to reinforce the shutdowns right across the country. And the city is also taking their mask mandate seriously. A fire rescue commissioner from the Tampa area was arrested on Duval Street Wednesday night when he and others were spotted without masks. It's more than just a suggestion. It is a CDC recommendation that has all become sort of like lock law that you can't really uh, trifle with. Ladies and gentlemen, this uh, gathering is unfortunately lawful, unlawful under the coronavirus regulations we have currently. The officer explains that she's being arrested. When she continues to resist, he uses his taser. Put your hands right here. No. I'm not going to be Yes, you are. I will tase you right now. What disturbance did I cause? What day? March 12th at Longo's. How did I cause a disturbance? I, I, I claimed the mask exemption and I did my shopping and I left. So you cannot arrest me. I'm not getting out of the car. They've locked off the entire street with cop cars, SUVs, cop cars, blocked streets, both ends. All right. Well, I hope we don't forget. I don't, I hope we don't forget what happened in Canada. The early part of the video, a lot of it was in Canada, where you heard them say, we have given police enhanced powers. What? Where do they get enhanced powers from? You saw it in America. You saw it in Brazil. You saw it in Europe. This was all over the world. You saw them coming into churches and shutting down church services, arresting pastors like Pastor Arthur Pulowski, like here in the United States. Finding, let's, lest not we forget what they did to us. If we forget, then we will succumb again. But if we don't forget, 
then we will say we will not comply and we will push back. So let me, let me go to some um, good news. Uh, let's go to the Zero Hedge article, please, Dry. Recent mask mandates lifted amid uh, pushback, if you have that one. Um, that's okay. Uh, I'll just read it. Don't worry about it. Uh, Kaiser Permanente in San, Santa Rosa, California, on August 24th, reversed a recent policy that would require masks in its hospital after it reinstated the mandate days before. The Hollywood studio, remember that I just mentioned, also said it would do away with its mandate. Officials for the hospital system told the Santa Rosa Press Democrat that the mask policy applies only to staff, not patients, although they strongly encourage masking for patients, members, and visitors in the hospital. Um, now they're claiming it was a confusion. Oh, it was a confusion. We expanded the masking requirement for our employees and physicians. And we apologize for any confusion. Um, it doesn't appear that Kaiser Permanente, which operates hospitals across the United States and California, would also attempt to reinstate re in-state in in mask mandates at other locations. Um, and let me see here. Other mandates. Lionsgate film. Remember we brought that up? also said it would not be implementing now a mask mandate after the media said it would. The LA County Department of Public Health notified us yesterday that we could lift the mask requirements effective immediately, and we have. Um, earlier this month, data from the Centers for Disease Control showed that COVID-19 hospitalization rose across the country. Hospitalization rose by 21% to 12,000. But that's still way lower I'm telling you, than it was last year, because it says, despite the increase, here's what the article says, it's among the lowest levels of hospitalization recorded since the start of the pandemic. More people are in the hospital for broken legs, for other things, than they are for COVID, but if you listen to the fear machine, the demonic fear machine of the media, that's what you're gonna hear, right? That's what you're gonna hear. Um, and so now, we have not seen the reversal from Morris Brown, we have not seen the reversal possibly from the hospital in New York, so we're going to keep an eye on that. Then um, uh, let's go to Geller Report. Just in case you understand, the mass study, uh, you have some evidence. NIH mass study. Here is a mass study from the NIH itself. This is Fauci, folks. Fauci, Mr. Fauci, criminal Fauci, says COVID masks expose wearers to dangerous levels of toxic compounds linked to seizures and cancer. The study found that the chemicals released by these masks had eight times the recommended safety limit of toxic volatile organic compounds. Um, yet, they keep saying master effective, master safe, wear it, wear it, wear it, 24-7, but um, that's not what their own study shows. This is specifically for N95, suggesting N95 COVID masks may expose wearers to dangerous levels of toxic compounds linked to seizures and cancer. And cancer. The surgical N95 has been upheld as the gold standard when it comes to protecting against COVID. But this study quietly, quietly reshared, quietly, no media, right? There's no media on this. By the NIH, National Institute of Health, this spring, 
suggested that tight-fitting masks may expose these users to these dangerous levels of toxic chemicals. Eight times the recommended safety level. We covered last year, or earlier this year, I should say, the study out of Sweden, the biggest study, double-blind, on masking, between masking and, and those who didn't wear masks. No difference. Point one was the difference in the rates of them getting COVID. But what they won't tell you is that the majority, the majority of those that are getting sick with this variant are the ones who are multiple dose vaccinated. Multiple dose, not just one, multiple doses. That's what their own studies are showing. Yet, you're not gonna hear that from the media. You're not gonna hear that because that doesn't fit the narrative. And here's another one. Um, let's go to Geller Report. Let's go to the other one, Drya. ONS, 95%. Look at this, folks. 95% of COVID deaths were vaccinated as Biden calls for a new nationwide COVID shot program. Deaths involving, you can see it there, COVID-19 by vaccination status. England, this is in England, study. Deaths occurring between 1 April 2021 and 31 May. Releases, shows. Let me, let me get to the, the facts here. Um, wow. Wow. 2023, okay, there were 8,766 deaths, okay? 8,000 between that time frame. Of those 8,766 cases, 8,330 of those people that died were vaccinated. That's 95%. 436 deaths were unvaccinated, 5%. This is the government. This is from the United Kingdom government. Releases this study. And yet, no media attention. Yet, we know that the more you're boosted, the more shots you've gotten, the more likely you are to not only catch whatever bioweapon variant they release next, but to then have no immunity, very little immunity, cancer risk, and all the other clotting and all, all those other issues as well. That's what the evidence is showing. I'm so glad for the state of Florida. Let's go to the Western Journal article, please, Dry. State Surgeon General rallies against mass policies, reminds public of the awesome power we wield. This is Joseph A. Ladapo. Love this guy. What do you call reimposing mass policies that have been proven ineffective or restarting lockdowns that are known to cause harm, you don't call it sanity. These terrible policies only work with your cooperation. How about refusing to participate? Amen, amen, and amen. We will not comply. It has got to be decided now. Um, and the bottom line, I, I want to encourage you Okay, and I got to cover um, one more thing quickly about, uh, I, I, because of time, I was going to cover a little bit on the cashless society, the mark of the beast, what the latest update is there. 
Uh, Leo Holman, our friend, has another article that just came out about how major restaurant chains, uh, dry up, brace yourself, Taco Bell is now completely 100% cashless, no cash. So I won't be going there. I got to try to convince my son to not go to Taco Bell because we're not going to support businesses that are going to go cashless. But Taco Bell, KFC, um, I heard um, Crystal, there's a few of them now that are all owned by like some of the same parent organizations. You got to go to a kiosk. It's all cashless. And soon, um, remember Amazon now is paying people to do a palm scan. They want to pay you to get a scan of your palm because it's biometrics, right? This is biometric, just like fingerprinting, just like your eyes, your facial, it's biometrics. Um, so we'll hold on to that probably till our Thursday show because I want to really get into that. I don't want to rush it. But I do want to cover one thing, and that is that for those of you who are local, um, speaking of fear, speaking of being afraid to really tackle the perversion, um, part of the fear is that if we stand up for righteousness, if we stand up for what is right in accordance to the Word of God, or we stand up to protect children, that we're going to be called names, we're going to be hated, we're going to be accused of being bigots and... and, and uh, um, inciting violence and all this stuff. And yet I've told you over and over again this past year that it is the trans community, it is the drag community, it is the LGBT community that are, that are um, arming up and, and calling for violence. We are not calling for violence to anybody. But here is the latest. Um, this is, so uh, I'll have more to report this weekend. This is happening here locally in Tennessee with regards to two drag shows that are absolutely illegal. Uh, the headline is from the Tennessee Conservative. Uh, go ahead, please bring this up. Drag shows for minors are illegal in all Tennessee counties, but Shelby, so why are blunt, they say blunt, and severe counties allowing it? Drag shows for minors are illegal. So here is the uh, quick backstory. This past session here in Tennessee, House Bill 0009, sponsored by Representative Todd and Companion Senate Bill, Senate Bill 0003, sponsored by Jack Johnson, were passed, which made performing a drag show on public property or in a place where anyone under the age of 18 could be exposed to the performance illegal. Okay? It was passed, signed by the governor, made illegal. Now, there was already laws on the book that said that it cannot happen within a thousand feet of a school, of a church, of a park, and that was not being enforced. So the legislature, by the will of the people, by the, by the petition of the people, uh, came forward and put forward this measure to make it stronger, to make the laws in Tennessee stronger, that you cannot have children, anybody under the age of 18, at the sexualized performances that are adult-oriented, lewd behavior, sexual, like a cabaret, adult cabaret performance. Now, here's what happened. A group out of Georgia, a LGBT++ group out of Georgia, filed a lawsuit against the state of Tennessee, Governor Bill Lee, um, the Attorney General, the legislature, and in Shelby County. Now, Shelby County is in Memphis, the western part, all the way to the western part of Tennessee. We're in East Tennessee, 
near the Smoky Mountains, near Knoxville. The judge in the case enjoined the lawsuit because the attorney general, who's a good guy, he's going to be speaking here locally, by the way, September 12th at the East Tennessee Conservative Group in, in Maryville, Tennessee. I will be speaking at their group the next uh, month, October 3rd, I believe it is, at their next meeting. Um, the attorney general is going to be there. The attorney general filed a brief calling for the removal of the governor, the legislature, and the attorney general, meaning they wanted the state of Tennessee removed from this lawsuit. The judge agreed and enjoined the lawsuit only to Shelby County. We have 95 counties in Tennessee. They brought it down to only one county and said this lawsuit is only applicable to this county. The judge then issued a horrible ruling claiming that it was a violation of the First Amendment rights of these perverts, I don't know what else to call it, perverted people, to do these drag shows. Uh, of course, I've argued, look, if they want to rent a, a private facility and go do a drag show without minors as adults, I mean, you have strip clubs, you have bars, uh, you know, uh, you have restaurants like Hooters that are inappropriate, you know, so that's under licensing, that's allowed in that environment. So no one is abridging their First Amendment rights. Anyway, bad ruling in that sense. But the, the, the judge said this only applies in Shelby County. So the other 94 counties in Tennessee, this law is on the books. It is in effect. It is illegal. It is still illegal. The problem is, folks, your local county officials, your county sheriff, your county prosecutor, your county mayor, your city uh, county commissioners, they are not wanting to enforce the law because they're afraid of being sued because they're being cowardly rather than doing the right thing. And even if they get sued, then going and defending. The attorney general of the state of Tennessee has already said that he is going to defend counties that will stand up for the law. You got the, the state at your back, county. And yet, celebrating pride, and this is very clear. I want you to understand, very clear. This says, um, these are, uh, it's a variety show. If you go to the Eventbrite, it says to reserve your ticket, and it indicates that this is a, quote, all ages free show. There is the, where the law is being broken. Number one, it's in public. Number one, it's in public. Because the Severe Civic Center is a uh, taxpayer-funded facility. They cannot, according to the law, have it in a uh, facility that is taxpayer-funded. It can't be government-owned. It has to be a private facility if they're going to do it. Number two, it cannot be all ages. That is a violation of the law that was passed by the legislature and signed by the governor. Yet, where is the governor? Where are you, Governor Lee? Oh, you're too busy trying to put red flag laws on us. You're too busy trying to appease the left and, 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 and take our guns away or bring unconstitutional gun control measures through the protection orders, which is nothing but red flag laws, which, you, which is violating your due process. You're too busy doing that to get out there and say, hey, 
we are calling on counties to enforce the law. So we're going to keep you up to date on that. Uh, I may do a Facebook Live. We may do a live broadcast. We'll see uh, either this Saturday in, in Blunt County or next Saturday the 2nd over, uh, on, through, you know, over Labor Day weekend in uh, Sevierville again for this event that is scheduled. You need to call. You need to call. If you're in those counties, folks, your, your county officials, call your sheriff, call your county commissioners, the county prosecutor. Lovingly, respectfully, tell them, enforce Tennessee law. It does not apply. The, the enjoyment of that, uh, of that lawsuit was only in Shelby County, one county. That's it. There is no jurisdiction in other counties. Other counties are obligated to follow this state law. Number two, call the event center, uh, the Severe Civic Center. Call them respectfully and say, please cancel this event. Please cancel this event. Do not have this event. You are breaking the law. Do you know that you're breaking the law? Do you know that there was House Bill 0009 and Senate Bill 0003 that uh, prohibit drag show on public property or in a place where anyone under 18 can be exposed to the performance? It is illegal. Inform them. Inform your county officials. You're aiding and abetting and breaking the law. Why will you not enforce the law? This is not a problem at the state level other than the governor. The attorney general is trying to do the right thing. It's the governor and it's these county officials. And so um, it's up to us. It's up to us to stand. But if we don't stand, we're giving into fear. Fear of something. Well, I don't want to be called a name. I don't want to be hated. I don't want fear of something, folks. You're giving into fear and don't give into fear. We shall not give in. One more time, I believe that the lockdown pushback has started. This is good news. This is good news because we got the early warning, right? We got the early warning. The sirens have gone off. The whistleblowers came out. Now it's up to us. It's up to us to go into that business and say, if you go cashless, we won't support you. If you go mask, we won't support you. Go to your doctor. If you mask up or if you try to force me to take a shot, I'm leaving. I'm going to find another doctor. Call your county officials. So here we go. Again, I'm telling you, nowhere on this image, what I was trying to say was nowhere on this image does it say all, all ages, but if you go to the Eventbrite, it says all ages. That's illegal according to this uh, law that was passed in that is for all counties other than Shelby County. You need to call your county officials. You need to call your county mayor. You need to call your county sheriff. You need to call your county prosecutors. You need to call the venue and tell them you're breaking the law. The law is clear. You're breaking the law. Please uphold the law. Please cancel these events. Tell them they're breaking the law. They cannot be on public property. They cannot have all ages. It is illegal according to this state law. And so um, they also have the the, the Knox uh Pride Fest that's there. This is, a, this, this, is, uh, this is flaunting. This is them flaunting uh, the, the lawlessness in our faces. And it's up to us to be courageous. It's up to us to be able to do what's right. Don't be afraid of fear. Don't be afraid of what you're going to be called. Don't be afraid to be hated. Do what is right and stand up against this demonic fear. I'm telling you, I sense it in the atmosphere. It's here. And we have to resist by fear not, the Lord is with us. Do not be dismayed. Our God is walking with us when we stand for righteousness. 
Um, that's all I got today, folks. We got to go. I want to encourage you again. If you want to support our ministry, please go to our donate page, uh, uh, tillministry.com. Donate. Would you prayerfully right now consider a one-time donation? We desperately need it. Times are, are, are tough. Times are challenging for all of us. Uh, travel expenses are expenses for uh, running our shows and website and text alerts and all those things are going up. So would you prayerfully consider a one-time donation? If you want to mail it and, and don't want to do online, please go to our, our, our uh, send a check to our mailing address, P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee, P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee, 37802. Um, and just make the check to Truth and Love or Truth and Love Ministry. And then if you want to partner with us on a more regular basis, you can join our Gideon Army of 300, where we're praying for 300 supporters to pray for us and to donate on a monthly or bi-weekly basis. Any amount above $5, folks, is a blessing. Would you prayerfully consider those things right now? Um, we will be back with you Thursday night live again. Um, uh, actually, I, I take that back. Thursday night will be pre-recorded. So we'll, be, we'll, we'll, we'll broadcast live, but I'm going to be speaking at a local event here with some of the of uh, some uh, state and county officials. I'm going to be sharing my story about the American dream of coming to this nation as a, as a refu as as a uh, immigrant, as escaping tyranny from Iran, and I'm going to be talking about political freedom, religious freedom, and medical freedom uh, this Thursday. I'm going to be so. Would you pray for me that the Lord would anoint that message Thursday night? Um, it's for Americans of prosperity. Uh, I'm going to be speaking there. Uh, I've been invited to speak. I don't know why they invited me, but they invited me. So I'm going to go and, and hopefully give glory to God. Uh, I will give glory to God. So pray for that. But we will have a new show Thursday night. It'll just be pre-recorded, 8 o'clock Eastern. We'll see you then. Pastor Shara, may you have a blessed rest of your day. We'll see you on Thursday night. God bless.